Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. There is a lot to talk about today. We're going to start again in Nashville and what the media is actually saying. They've turned this around. So we're not talking about the shooter anymore. We're talking about transgender issues and how conservatives and Republicans are killing transgender people. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. We have Carrie Lake in studio. She's going to talk a little bit about also the uh, press secretary for the governor of the uh, state of Arizona that came out with a a very violent um, uh, meme about this holding two guns. This is what we look like when we see transphobes. And yet Michael Knowles was kicked off Twitter yesterday because he quoted the scriptures. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It is upside down, upside down. You don't want to miss a single second of today's broadcast brought to you by American Giant. You know, it used to be that almost everything was made in America, except the crappy stuff. You know, crappy stuff. You're like, oh, made in Japan. Yeah, it was crappy back then. Now, 97% of all of our clothing is made overseas. Welcome to America. We have to change this in all fronts. We have to make our own chips. We have to make our own medicine. We have to make our own clothes. And when you buy something from American Giant, it's about good paying jobs that allow people to take pride in America and the hard work that they do. This company started in 2012 when a clothing factory in North Carolina was shutting down. And so they worked with the factory to invest in new machinery and skill development. And now they make some of the best clothing, uh, the hoodies and the uh, sweatshirts. You will never find another one like it. If you've if you've picked up a champion sweatshirt and just felt it, it's like, now that's not the sweatshirt I remember. Right. Because we don't even have the machines anymore. They do at American Giant in America with cotton that's grown in America, milled in America, cut, sewn, stitched, all of it here in America. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Go there now. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Here's a podcast. On my Wednesday night special, 9 p.m. Eastern, Michael Knowles, a good friend of ours and the man who was banned yesterday for quoting the Bible, is going to be joining me at 9 p.m. on Blaze TV. Um, we will talk about everything that is going on with Nashville, um, and it just it just tells us how sick we are as a nation. The way we view religion, values, human life, mental health, completely turned upside down. No more honest conversations on how to fix it. One NBC reporter recently tweeted about the Nashville school shooting, pointing out that the Daily Wire, which is located in Nashville, is the hub of anti-trans activity by their hosts, which include Michael Knowles. He's going to respond tonight. You don't want to miss it at nine. Also going to be looking at the changes coming very soon to the global financial system. New financial world order is coming and the dollar is not part of the plan. What that might look like 
and the Fed's new system, Fed Now, the the invasion point for full-on digital dollar implementation. True or not? We'll answer that question and show you what it all means to you. Tonight, it is a loaded show. Wednesday night special tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV, 9.30 on YouTube channel, if they cover it. YouTube.com slash Glenn Beck. Please become a member of Blaze TV. We need you now more than ever. All right, so let's look at what's going on. Nashville, somehow or another, this has all been turned around. Now it's the Christians. It's not the shooter anymore. It's not even the gun. It's all these people who are anti-trans. I'm not anti-trans. I don't really care. I really don't care. I mean, I don't think we're hanging out, you know, going to the movies together. But whatever. You do your thing. You be you, boo. I'll be me. Uh, So we don't hate people. What I do think is a real problem in society is um, trans people coming into our schools and doing trans story hour. Or teaching our children who are in first grade that you can be whatever you want. Well, okay, in America, that's true, but you can't become a woman. And changing the meaning of all of our words. Why are our kids killing themselves? A couple of reasons. Social media and total confusion. There is no truth anymore. Rule one of disinformation Make your yes mean no, and your no mean yes. Annoy and confuse the opponent. Then accuse them of disinformation and violence. Gee, I mean, are we not seeing that now? Few people are executing this maneuver better than today's leftists, and I hate to say this, the United States government. They have made the world their personal kingdom of performance. And the mainstream media cares more about misgendering a child murderer than the death of six people where three were children. We're living in Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland actually has nothing on the left's cognitive nihilism and their hatred for order democrats good decent democrats who've been my neighbor what the hell is wrong with you what is wrong with you your silence is going to be the death of all of us we may not agree on what to vote for or who to vote for but good lord man can we not all stand together on the bill of rights This goes all the way up to the Oval Office. Politicians have always loved to showboat meaningless words. They don't care. They don't care about any of it. They certainly don't care about the violence against pronouns. Big tech has made sure that pronoun activists always have a platform. Until until Elon Musk memed his way into Twitter ownership... Silicon Valley punished pronoun misgendering 
far more judiciously than violent radicalism and child pornography. The military buckled. Even the military. I mean, academia, they're the ones who started the pronoun disinformation campaign. And not just the, the gender studies departments. It's in the UCLA Law School, Harvard Medical School, even the University of Pennsylvania, the swim team. Hollywood, even on its last legs. Oh, they, they love the joys of hypocrisy, typified by uh, uh, Demi Lovato's uh, decision to take, uh, take back uh, her decision. She's now going after she, after a stint as they, but, you know, it's a sea of they's and them's in Hollywood. Corporate media has elevated pronoun usage to a, to a beat as important as sports and the economy, or better yet, fashion. Because that's all this is, is a fashion trend. And you're going to look back on those pictures and going to be more embarrassed than anything you used to wear in high school. You'll be more embarrassed than any of the bad haircuts you had at some point in your life. This has become ritualistic. This is a a religion. And we are ritually sacrificing objective journalism, objective truth, reality. And these activists in disguise, we all see through it, have once again demanded that the rest of the world fall to their knees. NPR has a, a pronoun psalm. If you'll open up your scriptures now to NPR, a guide to gender identity terms. Now, this is the new standard. Today's American journalism, I mean, you can, you can count on total uniformity or one taking it to where you think, okay, okay, you can't go any further. And the other one going, yeah, well, we're more woke than you. Washington Post published a guide to the words they use in their gender coverage. The Associated Press embraced the inanity of pronoun scapegoating. New York Times devoted at least a dozen articles to gender pronouns, including a guide to neo-pronouns like bun and bun-self, kitten and kitten-self, vamp, vamp-self, blah, prin, princess, prince-self, fay, fair, fay-self. you find a hundred of these guides online. Published by reputable hmm, institutions, schools, businesses, departments, corporations, universities, you name it. If they've published it, you should run from them like the plague. Such unanimity would seem to indicate an obvious truth, right? When everybody is agreeing on something, well, that must be there's truth. Yeah. Anyone who disagrees, unquestionably wrong. If there was only a way they could all chant this in unison, like like a Gregorian chant, wouldn't that be great? If they could just if they could just do that, change it into Latin and all chanted at the same time, reciting the creeds of their political doctrine. 
Instead, their performative unity serves as yet another as a, another synchronized dance by authoritarians. They're terrible at persuasion. That's why we're going through this. They couldn't persuade you. They couldn't persuade you that climate change was as big of a deal that we should spend $154 trillion and destroy the world's economy. They couldn't convince you. So they'll force you. They'll go around your back. You know, screaming at the waitress doesn't make your lamb chops uh, cook faster. Doesn't happen. This is Saul Alinsky at the highest level. Isolate your opponent. I mean, who wants to be friends with a transphobic, homophobic racist? No one. So we all abandon our friends, lest we get swept up. We remain silent, lest we get clubbed in the streets, even if they're virtual streets. I don't want to be clubbed. And so we remain silent. Violence may bring quiet, but it will not lead to peace. Hatred, actual hatred, like actual violence, will not inspire respect or even attention. This is why they're now trying to pass what I would describe as the Patriot Act 2, all in the name of banning TikTok. I'm going to get into that in a minute. It's a Patriot Act. And they have to pass it because the ruse is over. People see the direction that the radicals and their allies are taking us, and they know we're in trouble. This is why... They have to grab the machinery of the government and use every tool at their disposal, from the IRS to the FBI. You know that the Inflation Reduction Act actually has nothing to do with reducing inflation. It is all about global warming. That's all it is. In their own words, they admit that now. They lied to you. Admit it. And we remain quiet. Because their accusations of disinformation are tactical maneuvers of domination and control. These pronoun activists alone have managed to wreck the most fundamental components of grammar. They have destroyed things that nobody even questioned. She means he. He means they. Him means her. They figured out how to scramble the parts of speech until sentences cannot be identified even by their closest loved ones. Have you read a story yet where you don't understand it? You're like, I don't know who this person is, what they are. I don't know what happened in this story. That's intentional. Beyond the dangers of a society without boundaries or meaning or truth. Their crusade is also dangerous in its use. Am I preaching to the choir? Disinformation is a weapon of belittlement. A way for leftists to reduce us to silence and hiding. But their seeming invincibility can't perform miracles. More importantly, it cannot impose universal truths. 
They've decided that the word pedophile is discriminatory, so they'll replace it with minor attracted persons. What's next? We call murderers harm attracted persons? Look, here's all you have to know today. Don't buy any, any, any of this. Their, their world is coming apart. You have to stay focused on what's important, on their crazy grab for power. All the rest of it, all you have to do today is the next right thing. And that begins with letting your yes mean yes and your no mean no. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. And don't forget, rate us on iTunes. All right. So all of this stuff that is is happening right now with Nashville is a sideshow. It's an absolute sideshow. Um, what are we looking at? We're looking at a media who lies to you every day. You know that they're in on the scam. Uh, what are they doing? Well, they're they're now making it that this trans activist is the victim. That this shooter is the victim and the villain is anyone who says we shouldn't be teaching our third graders about transgenderism and all of this crap. That's the villain. Now, what do you think that's going to do? You say that kind of stuff and everybody's like, oh, my gosh, we got you're not going to stop them. You're not going to stop the media from saying that stuff. You're not going to stop Randy Weingarten saying all of that stuff. This is just to rile you up to take your eyes off of what is really important. What is the other hand doing? Right now, you're not worried about the banks. I mean, the vast majority. Hopefully, you are concerned about it and keeping an eye on it. But that's going to fail. Eventually, that's going to fail. Yeah, Glenn, you said that in 2008, didn't? Yeah, you know why it didn't? Because we broke all of the rules. I'm sorry I couldn't see at the time that our government would go insane and break all of the rules. But they did. We have to violate the free market system, save free market system. What? We have to bail out all of the banks. Okay. Well, that's why it didn't fail in 2008, but now they've made the problem bigger and it's going to fail unless they have something else up their sleeve that no one's ever considered because it's insanity and it'll only make the problem worse. But eventually they run out of stuff and eventually they 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 have to reset the dollar. They're going to reset the banking system. This is what I'm going to talk about tonight at 9, 9 o'clock on Blaze TV. I'm starting with Michael Knowles. Because Michael Knowles, was, uh, he was banned yesterday from Twitter, believe it or not, because he quoted the Bible about vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, in response to the transgender day of vengeance. Okay. <laughs> you want to talk about an upside down world? We're in it. We're in it. 
So I'm going to talk about tonight about the banking thing. I'm going to talk about the Nashville thing. But notice, you notice what happens when the banks were going under, what did they do? They leaked out that they were going to arrest Donald Trump. Are we even talking about that this week? What happened to that? Where is that story? Because everybody was focused on it just last week. They're going to arrest him. They're going to arrest him by Tuesday. Oh, it's Wednesday. No, it's Thursday. They're going to arrest him probably next week. Nobody's talking about it today. What was that story? A massive distraction. Okay, so that's what's going on when the banks are going on now. All right. What's happening now? What are we talking about? We're arguing against the insane. That's all that's happening. The lunatics are running the asylum, and we're basically sitting in, you know, the little guard booth, surrounded by the insane who are pounding on the windows. Eventually, they're going to get in, and we're like, hey, did they just say that we were the problem? I mean, hey, we're not the problem in here. You guys are the problem. Okay, you can spend your time doing that. But I would rather look down at the surveillance cameras and see what the insane people who aren't pounding on the windows, what they're doing. So let's do that. Uh, We've talked about banning TikTok, okay? Because we know that it is a, we know that it is a, a, a Chinese spy program that's all it is it's all it is it's it's a spying program disguised as a uh, as a social media platform that's not the way like facebook started facebook was a social media platform that became a spying device this is the opposite We know that en- that our enemy is China. Now, we've had all these really important hearings on the Hill, and everybody seems to be coming together to ban TikTok. Now, when you want to ban TikTok, how do you do that? Well, you, you ban TikTok. You say this foreign entity cannot exist in the United States of America. Or you just get the word out and you try to convince everybody that they shouldn't be using TikTok. That's working really well. But that's how you do it. But no, no, they've come up with something else. They've come up with the Restrict Act. Ooh, the Restrict Act. What's the Restrict Act? That sounds restricting. It's a law that would grant the White House, through the Commerce Department, the ability to go after anyone and any company that the administration deems a security risk. So what is this again? This is Congress not guarding their own territory. They're saying, yeah, we'll give that to the administrators. This is Woodrow Wilson's 
dream come true and should be your worst nightmare. So the president, through the Commerce Department, can go after anyone or any company that, well, there's security risk. I'll tell you that right now. The mitigation powers are kind of a big deal here. They include the ability for the Commerce Department to ban not just social media apps, but also gaming applications and payment applications. Payment applications? Wow. Would that, that wouldn't, I mean, Coinbase, is that a, I mean, this would not affect Bitcoin or any of that, would it? Yeah, payment applications means the Department of Congress, through the TikTok ban bill, could have the power to go after and shut down your cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. I thought we were banning TikTok. What? What? No, it's a Patriot Act. It's uh, it's very. Are you not patriotic? You should be patriotic. Trust me, I'm Uncle Sam. Yeah, Uncle Sam. You're the uncle that I think's been raping my sisters, okay? So back off. The bill to ban TikTok is absolutely the Patriot Act 2. No, it's the Restrict Act. It's going to restrict things. Oh, yeah, I know. It's going to restrict things. If the White House, the administration, not Congress... The administration, some unelected official that, you know, works at the Commerce Department. I mean, you know, you don't need to know who they are. They'll have the ability to go after anyone they deem as a national security risk, at which point they can access everything from their computer to video games to their ring light. By the way, it also continually refers to the ability to ban Past, present, and future transactions. Ban past, present, and future transactions. What does that mean exactly? I mean, how do you ban my past transaction? Does that mean you can just take whatever I transacted on whatever i did whatever i bought you could take that away you can i don't understand that it goes uh it goes from covered entities which is based on foreign uh which is uh the particular worded non-invasion section c of the bill which allows much more authority. So it, it, it's not just TikTok, and it's not just these things. It can expand and grow. And I mean, because we're all evolving now. The world is evolving so fast. I mean, we do need the, but don't worry about it. The administrator will figure that out. It's not a ban on TikTok. No, it's focusing on foreign adversaries, foreign individuals. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you know under the Patriot Act, foreign individual also includes U.S. citizens. 
Well, I mean, if I'm English, they're foreign. Thought it was supposed to be about stopping China and ByteDance and TikTok. Well, foreign individuals, you know, are U.S. citizens that are deemed a national security threat. I mean, I didn't want to designate you that, but I did. And uh, now this bill says that I can enforce any action deemed necessary to mitigate you as a threat. And by the way, no due process here. No limits on punishment. No due process. Oh, and uh, here's another little thing in it. You cannot use a Freedom of Information Act to find out what, when, and where the unchecked power was used. So there's no recourse. (laughs) Anyone who votes for this, anyone who votes for this should have a... uh, They... (laughs) They shouldn't be in office. Now, that's, now there, there I've said it. They shouldn't be in office. The Restrict Act. This is what I want you to pay attention to today. Because it's every bad guy on both sides of the aisle is for the Restrict Act. Okay, both sides of the aisle. And uh, it's going to keep us safe. It's going to keep us safe from you want to ban TikTok, then ban TikTok. Do not give the federal government and the Commerce Department more power on an enhanced Patriot Act. Have we not learned anything Make sure that uh, you read up on the Restrict Act. Make sure that you understand the truth. I'm sure this is all a conspiracy theory. Oh, it's just these these right wing wing radicals that are just thinking that, that we're going to do so. What we're going to we're trying to protect the American people. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sure you are. Sure you are. We'll have more on that in today's show prep and in the coming days. You need to speak up. No on the Restrict Act. Boy, they could get that thing done quickly, couldn't they? Wow, it's amazing how they all came together for that. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Carrie Lake, the former Arizona gubernatorial candidate and, uh, and also former uh, Arizona news anchor, is in studio. Nice to have you here. It's so good to be here. I'm, yeah. I'm here in, in Dallas for a speaking event, and I'm just glad to be able to see you in person, yeah, Glenn. Likewise, likewise. So uh, we've got so much to talk about. Let's let's start with the win, kind of, that you had in the Supreme Court. You had, I think, seven different things. They rejected six, but they took on the signature verification, right? Mm-hmm. So tell me what that is and what they decided. I think it's really the smoking gun. I mean, this was one of the early claims that we made in our original lawsuit, right. election lawsuit. And um, and I think it's the smoking gun. When people in Arizona see how bad these signatures are that have been passing muster as uh, valid ballots, they're going to be horrified. 
you know, it, I don't know if you're familiar with mail-in ballots. Oh, if yeah, you yeah. vote by mail or if you vote in person. I'm, I like to vote in person, but I have voted by mail. Right. And that is the affidavit. It's a legal document when mm-hmm. you sign that envelope. Right. And it needs to match your signature that's on file. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you, they're not matching them. And we have three whistleblowers who've come forth. We have more whistleblowers who are coming forward. These are people who were horrified by what they were seeing when they were working through that signature verification process. And, you know, more than a million ballots come in and they have to verify the signature. And they said every day they were denying um, tens of thousands of signatures between sure. 10 and 15,000. And that means they would go to curing, which is, is there any way we can call the voter and see if this matches? Correct. The process was not being followed. They said these sure. were scribbles. Imagine, you know, John Hancock's signature. Mm-hmm. We say, sign your John Hancock here. Mm-hmm. And I use that as somebody who signed the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. Put his name nice and big mm-hmm. so that you know King George would see it. Right. And risk his life. A signature is very important. Imagine now giving a two-year-old a crayon or a three-year-old and saying, try to match that signature. This is how bad the signatures are, Glenn. And when the people of Arizona see that mail-in ballots are a fraud and the signatures are being pushed through to the tune of over, uh, our estimation, 150,000 bogus ballots, I think they're going to really want to so, re-examine these. So it's... I. I think it's kind of unclear if you you only lost by 17,000. Uh, well, okay? that's the figure they That's the figure that they Okay, so but let's just accept that okay. as a figure for this uh, conversation. 17,000. If you start going through the ballots and you find 30,000 1701 that were counted that shouldn't have been or 1701 that weren't counted that should have been uh what, where does that leave Arizona? I mean, then what happens? Because you would prove that that's not the rightful winner of that seat. Right. Well, I mean, then, then we're going to need a judge to, to really make a decision here. Do we, do we set aside Maricopa County? Do we redo Maricopa County? As you know, because I believe you lived in Maricopa County I at did. one point. I did. It's a big county. 64% yeah. of our state's population resides there. But I'm telling you, because I go all over that state and I can't walk 10 feet without an Arizona stopping me and saying, we've got to fight what's going on in our elections. This is wrong. We I can't to continue you. to run them this way. They're run like they're run in Mexico and Cuba, where, where it's just theater. It's not real. And we want real elections that each vote counts for one vote. We don't want it watered down with a bunch of phony ballots. There is, there is no reason why in today's world with blockchain... That we cannot come. We are the tech capital of the world. Blockchain, you cannot, you cannot uh, forge or change. Yeah. That you're assigned a number. If anything is tampered with, then it's out of line, and you know somebody's tampered with it. Mm-hmm. There's no reason we don't have a secure system, except everybody wants to play in the margins. I'm convinced yeah. that that's what it is. Yeah, I was going to say there is a reason, Glenn. Yeah. And it's, there's people who do want to correct control, correct, correct, the levers of power. So I mean, and without a system where that we can trust, I mean, your loss uh, was as devastating. If your narrative is mm-hmm. true, was as devastating as Donald Trump's loss, because I thought, OK, Donald Trump, I'll go to my grave thinking that there's no way I, I don't know if there were enough to change the results. 
I think there was, but I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that was a dirty, dirty campaign. Yeah. Just absolutely well, but filthy. You just... and, but then it happened on the state level with you. The next time I heard so many people say, why even vote? It's yeah. all fixed. Well, we have to keep voting. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. But I, let's take Donald Trump's election real quick. Let's put, let's put him aside and look mm. at Joe Biden. We have to use our intelligence. Did Joe Biden get 81 million votes? Did he get 81? Is it even possible for him to get 81 million votes? And you look at the states, the bellwether states and and all of that. Mm -hmm. Nothing adds up. And we have to start using our intelligence and saying nothing adds up here. And it is our right as Americans. It's more than our right. It's our duty when we see corruption in our government to root it out and stop it. And that's why I'm fighting this. And and my answer to people who say, I'm done, why would I vote? You have to. You have to. You have to. This is what they want. This is what, I believe there's a political elite, and I don't, I think you probably agree with me on that. You can call <laughs> yeah. it the Uniparty. Uh-huh. And the biggest thing the Uniparty is afraid of is we the people. Oh, and yeah. we the people in the last 10 years, thanks to people like you, encouraging people to get involved and and me, and good people in the media and, and good political leaders like President Trump encouraging people to get involved. We've come in off the sidelines, the moms and the dads and grandparents mm-hmm. and students. Mm-hmm. And the political, um, you know, the Uniparty wants us all to get back, go back, go back to your homes, put your head back in the sand. That's right. We've got this. No, the people want in and they want their government back. And so we have to continue to vote even in a rigged system because other you know when people showed up to vote for me on election day 75% of the people showing up were voting for me and it was in such huge numbers that they had to literally rig election day and sabotage it. And now we know who the criminals are, what the crime was, how they did it. We have video, we have whistleblowers. We're exposing the corruption. And it takes time sometimes. So um, when you when you look at the corruption and the uh, unwillingness of the court to take on all of these things, how do you explain that? Is the court dirty? I think we have a lot of corruption at various levels, and we're seeing that. I mean, you just look at the the courts and how they're handling things, and in some of these cases involving Trump, where you go. Wow, why are they ruling this way? We look at the sanctions that lawyers get when they dare to take on the corruption, they're sanctioned. Mm-hmm. We have we have corruption at very at every level of our government. In in a way our government is on uh, autopilot cruise control. No one's at the wheel. It's I just actually a big people, corrupt yeah. system that's moving forward and nobody's I think we do have people in control. They're just administrators. Yeah. They're just you know, this bureaucrats. Uh, yeah, they're bureaucrats that don't care who the president of the United States is. They all kind of think alike. They're going to a different. It's like the State Department. The State Department has been corrupt forever, forever, and been on the wrong track forever, no and matter no, who the president is. And the question is, is there anybody who's capable of stepping in and stopping it? And and I so, believe the only way the, the people who can do that right now. Uh, well, sheriffs, sheriffs have a lot of control. We, yes. we find a strong, brave sheriff who could have stopped some of the election you know, shenanigans. But right now, it, we are stuck in the courts. And it's going to take a brave judge or two to say, you know what? I actually can step in and maybe save America right now. We're praying for that. that I don't know if we're nice. going to get that. I know. Will you take this to the Supreme Court? Yes, we I will. I mean, to the U.S. Supreme Court? Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to finish this um, this step, which is the signature verification, and we hope we get a ruling 
for the people of Arizona because that's who I'm fighting for. Well, so they didn't they rule that you have to examine it. They did. Well, they ruled that the the lower court judge, Judge Thompson, needs to take a look at this. He threw it out on latches and they said, that's the wrong application here. you got to take a look at this. You can't throw this out on latches. So that's going to go back to the lower court. And I believe he will do the right thing and say, all right, then you do have a right. We do have a right to take this up and let's look at some of these signatures and let's get to the bottom of this. We have to. I mean, there has to. And I don't know anybody that I trust. And I don't know anybody that I trust that the other side would trust. There is no, you know, Tom Hanks. You know, we used to always be like, Jimmy Stewart, he's great. There is nobody that everyone trusts, no institution that everyone trusts right. right now. So how do you solve that? Because that's all I wanted. All I wanted on the 2020 election was, could we just stop just listen to all sides and then do you have evidence? Let me see the evidence and show it in open court on all television stations. Let me see it. And reasonable people use reason while Republic is at stake. Mm-hmm. What, what are we doing? But I don't know anybody that could do that. I don't know anybody that is beyond reproach now. Well, I think when you look at the evidence, Donald Trump wins. Carrie Lake wins. And I think that we're so politically divided. The left and the uniparty does not want an outsider like Donald Trump because he is um, he, he, he ends the status quo as we know it. Right. Yeah. And same with me. They have this fed up mom, a middle aged mom. And they're so worried about me because I told the people and they know I mean it on day one of me taking office after I take my hand off the Bible we're going to declare an invasion on the border and we're going to shut that nonsense down. All right. So let's talk about uh, the border, because here in Texas, it is out of control. Mm -hmm. I know it is in Arizona. We have drugs coming through the border. I mean, the cartel, the government, I believe, is even if it's a wink and a nod in league with these cartels. They know what's going on. This has been a boon for these guys. Uh, The Mexican cartels, and and I believe the CCP is involved, the narco-terrorists, their favorite partner is the Joe Biden administration. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I've been down there too many times. The U.S. government is part of the... They have to be. Even if it's just sins of omission, they have to be. And we know, I mean, you know, what did the British do to the Chinese? The British did to the Chinese what the Chinese are doing to us now. Opium they, wars. The opium wars. Yep. That's exactly what they're doing to us. If you don't think that drugs can bring down a society oh, and a civilization, you need to do, and you know history, the yeah. opium wars. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's and look at destroying a young generation, Glenn. And the hardest thing when I was on the campaign trail was having a mother or father come up to me, a grandparent, a grandparent who lost a child, and now they're raising their granddaughter or grandson because their daughter's gone every week this happened and we're losing way too many we're losing a young generation to poisoning this isn't drug addiction this is somebody who took a half a pill and died yeah and fell over and died this is insane and we can stop it and the reason we say i say the government's involved um you know it's not like joe biden is you know running drugs but, but but the very fact that on day one Within hours, maybe minutes of him taking office, yeah, he ended President Trump's 
border policies right. that were protecting us. They were working. They were working brilliantly. I, I covered Arizona for mm-hmm. nearly 30 years. We'd never seen it more secure than under President Trump. Joe Biden came in and peeled that back. And then with a wink and a nod, told people to come on over. Oh, yeah. He opened the floodgates. And it's not only we're looking at the drug problem now, we're looking at the trafficking problem. We're looking at just the destabilization of this country when you have this many people coming in so what from is, all over the country. And, and now we're seeing a bunch of uh, uh, people from China coming oh, all in. all over the world. All over the world. All if over the world. If people don't me. think that we have terrorists that are just waiting for the right opportunity already here, you're, yeah. ki- you're fooling yourself. That's right. If you don't think that we have... Uh, operatives from the uh, from China, communist operatives, you're fooling yourself. I mean, it's 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 beyond comprehension. There is I, I said to somebody the other day, this administration has a zero batting average unless they're batting for the other team. If they're batting from the other team for the other team, They've got a perfect record. And they're an all-star. Oh, they're an all-star times yep. 10. That's right. Because, I mean, I've and never seen, you cannot say that all of these things were mistakes. Occasionally, occasionally, something would benefit our side. And it doesn't. It never does. It never benefits America, right. anything that they do. Well, never. And this is why, you know, this is why President Trump was so popular and remains popular, despite what the fake news says. I know. He was, he was giving us W's. We were getting wins with him. America was winning. We were back in the driver's seat. We were strong on a world stage. We weren't starting World War III or taking part in that. We were uh, securing our border, protecting American workers. These are things the Democrats he, used to talk about doing. Remember when they used oh, to care about the middle class uh, working Jobs, guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't give a hoot oh, about yeah. And that. they're in bed with, with all those who are uh, uh, building AI, which we find out today, 300 million jobs will be lost through AI by 2030. 300 million jobs. That's kind of a lot of jobs. Yeah, we should be a little concerned about yeah, that. But maybe. instead, the fake news isn't even covering that. Right. And the big issues of the day, they're not covering. So tell me, you have uh, somebody in the current administration that was a lawyer for the drug cartels? What are you talking about? So somebody in the administration in Arizona. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I mean, here's this is so scary. So they, uh, they rig our elections. They sabotage our elections on Election Day and uh, install these people who are frauds. Katie Hobbs knows she didn't win. She's sitting in there and she knows she didn't win. She was the secretary of state. And the current secretary of state is a man by the name of Adrian Fontes. He is a former cartel lawyer. Yes, cartel lawyer for the Mexican drug cartels. He represented them in the Fast and Furious case. He's sitting there and he is one heartbeat away from the governor's chair. They don't care about Katie Hobbs. She's a useful idiot. And I don't mean to be mean. So are you saying that they're grooming him? To absolutely. Be the next governor. Absolutely. It's been a steady march to the top of Arizona. Can you imagine how how um, happy the cartels, these narco terrorists, would be if they had their guy on the inside of Arizona state governor's office or of the Arizona state government? Well, it would make sense. I mean, that's the only thing yeah. left. And it's, it's really a- scary where we're going in Arizona. It's a border state. Our border governors are so powerful. They can do so much. That's why I ran for governor. I got tired of watching governors 
lock the people down, mm-hmm. mask our children, take our rights away, shut our businesses down. And I said, I'm going to run for governor because I'm a mom and I care about families and I'm going to run for governor as a citizen. And the people got behind us and we created a movement. Okay. And they're so afraid of us because we're going to do what we say. Na, na, na.